Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Debating which uh, profile, I mean, which uh, pick I want to put up for the gram. Oh, you took multiple. Yes. I graduated from the Kim Johnson School of Selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I can inspire you hoes out here. So if you swipe right. <clears throat> okay, swipe right. I mean, it don't matter. From left to right. I ain't got nothing in there. <laughs> okay, smiling one. You see it? You see it? Teeth. You see, you see Damn, it? Damn, they all good. Bro, I'm, I told you I graduated from the Kim Johnson you School. You took these in, at M&K? Yep, while I was waiting for my food. <laughs> Hell yeah. They all good. Three for three, my nigga. Um... Yeah, bro. The haircut life changed your life. Won't it? Like, a little mini glow up. I thought I needed uh, a therapist. I just needed a haircut. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, I feel, I feel at peace again, huh? Oh shit! I feel centered. Oh shit! In the world. That's what's up. Good for you. Welcome back. I'm back, man. <laughs> I had <laughs> had some moments. Mm. Are you better this week? Because I think you had a moment last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a lot better. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. had a moment last week. And you were making me feel like I was having a moment. And I was like, no, I'm actually good. What's I, what are you going through? What helped me the most that most people don't understand is like, you will talk me off the edge because I'll be losing my fucking mind. And then you'd be like, like, you just saying that you can talk to me can calm me down i'm like okay i'm fucking tripping <laughs> yeah like i don't know why you didn't feel like you could talk to me it's weird i don't know why either. i know i know i'm a spicy kind of bitch <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I can say things in a very curt manner but i mean i will have a conversation with you i'm not going to be short with you i'm not gonna like i'll tell you how i feel you tell me how you feel like i tell uh, people this all the time i'll i will I will go off on you and and call you out, but I will still love on you in the I, same breath. I mean, I've experienced this. <laughs> not that I don't have anything. I don't have anything to go off on you about. I'm not gonna. I mean, but that's the other thing. Like, we don't argue. So we that's don't, it's not. But that shit scares me because one day we will argue. No, I feel. I mean, we have disagreements. We disagree on things, but I don't think. Yeah. Is arguing necessary? No, but that's also why I didn't want to do a podcast with arguing. That's why a certain person was not involved in this process. Right. Because exactly. <laughs> that shit would have been argument. Right. I don't want it to be an argument from week to week. I don't want to yell at somebody on my off day. <laughs> this is this has been like therapeutic for me. If I come in here and I have to argue, it would make me hate this shit. Like, yeah. I would never want to come. That would be resentment. I would. Yeah, I would never want to come. <laughs> 
but so yeah oh no i was just i was mad i'm trying <laughs> i'm trying to i hate anger mm-hmm. I, I hate feeling angry and i i hate feeling mad like cause, is it because you don't know how to express it no i know how to express it better especially than when i was younger because when i was younger i would just fucking be destructive believe it or not Hmm. i'm not like that anymore like i would like just yell and just tense up (laughs) yeah i mean that's now it's normal for when you're younger because you don't know how to express your emotions as as well when you're i just don't like the energy i use when i'm angry or mad about something yeah because especially because i'm already an anxious person any anxiety on top of that that i don't expect makes me crazy so yeah that was a peek into crazy juice when i first started working out and i was like a super gym rat i just went to the gym when i was angry but i'm not a super not a super gym rat anymore i'm slowly getting back but i'm not i'm not how i used to be but uh i don't know it's just you just have to the way I hang, handle anger now is just I just have to calm down. Like I don't talk to people when I'm angry. I just go think about shit and then I eventually calm down. Yeah, or just you know go and do some shit that that makes you feel good. But that was the other thing. Other than drinking. <laughs> what else? I know. But that was the thing though. Tuesday because I had rescheduled like three different times. I had wasted a day. so i didn't have a day to do the shit i would normally do so i was even more frustrated yeah and then i was like okay so now right before we go to work i gotta record and then do this which i can do it normally it's just i was just i was just not feeling it (laughs) that day yeah but i couldn't just be like i'm mad at you kimberly So I had to be like, I don't know why I'm mad. <laughs> it was me. It was me. I had a, I had a day on Tuesday, trust me. Like, I didn't want to do shit but lay in the bed. But then I told you my cousin ended up being here and I didn't know she was coming. She just came out of nowhere. So then I had to get up out the bed because she just lost her dad. And I was like, I can't just let her be here and not try to be around her because right. I have a migraine. Like, I'm at least go and see her or whatever. So it wasn't going to work for me to be here anyway. It's cool. I understand. I was just in my feelings. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to really cancel, but the way I was feeling, I was like, I need to lay down. I mean, it was probably for the best because it gave me time to think. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to, bro, I'm trying to uh, get in the mode to uh find somebody that's not that's not on some bullshit yeah same so like i've been trying to do shit to make myself better yeah me too so me uh releasing this last fuck boy i think (laughs) going to hopefully uh open up my options in the universe (laughs) woman thou are loosed Uh, it's nothing like getting a fuckboy out the paint to ease the load oh speaking of i did uh you probably have to cut this out
hard again because we drop it. We drop it. Heat when we don't be thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel him. He's cute, but I, I'm not. I'm not. I just wasn't. <laughs> was not. That shit was fucking funny as fuck. Um, at least, you know, I'm glad I at least got to see Stan and Kathy before they got out of there. But I still just wanted to kind of be in the mix of the fellowship, the main, the main part. Yeah, I was, I was kind of mad that I, that I didn't get off to eight because I wanted to be in the mix too. Because it was a lot of people. It was that, a lot of. It's always uh, a lot of people in there, especially because there was a lot of people that I didn't get to see. Like yeah. Margaret Ann came, of course. Uh, one of Stan's best friends, Tim, who's the funniest person I've ever met. He got Thomas beat. Like this, how funny this nigga is, and uh, there's a couple other people. Uh, Jen was there. I was hoping that I could introduce y'all to mm. because, yeah, well, that's the homies. Yeah, <laughs> I did enjoy uh, hanging out with K Wees. Yeah, I, I really can't believe that they have a child. I know that shit's crazy. But yo, bro, we were sitting. Uh, Jordan had uh, Chance's decal. And he was like doing the nervous thing where he was like doing this, and then he started rolling it. It, it <laughs> Chris was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do that, <laughs> don't roll it." And I was like, "You can tell you somebody's mama." And she just bust out laughing. I love Chris, and she's so sweet. Like I just used to think, like we used to be in the garage. Everybody be in here. We would just be chain smoking, listening to our <laughs> own music. Chain smoking <laughs> like a motherfucker. And then like I would lose my lighter, and she'd be like, "I light all my bitches' cigarettes." And then <laughs> <laughs> she has that like I don't know. She just has an innocence to her. And then she's just a savage, underneath. right? But at the same time, like don't don't fuck with Kristen. <laughs> the right one. <laughs> I realize I've known Kristen since 97. Yeah, a lot of us go way, 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 way back. I don't remember when I met you. You were just there. (laughs) (laughs) It had to have been like fifth grade, I guess. Because it evaporated (laughs) into y'all's life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I don't think I had a class with you in fifth grade. Weren't you in band at some point for like a year? Mm -mm. Or was was it your brother? I don't know. You might have PE with my brother. That's usually the only way you could have class with somebody in a different, in a different class. Yeah. Yeah, you were just there. I, don't... I mean, the bus. We rode the bus together at yeah, some point. That's true. I didn't, did really, have I didn't really start kicking it heavy, heavy with y'all until like college. college. Yeah. Because even high school, like. We still had different friend groups. You were uh part Y'all were of the with bu- the athletes. Yeah. You were part of the black elite. <laughs> <laughs> the bougie black kids. Whatever the fuck that is. Don't act like it didn't exist. <laughs> you did she didn't deny it, ladies and gentlemen, because she knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Definitely didn't think that I was that. It was at the time. At the time, but looking back. Hindsight, okay. <laughs> bougie black we had an entourage we did we did, we did. y'all have dinners and events and shit Nah, <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't invited to that shit <laughs> wow they did not want dennis there <laughs> we were bougie damn how did you not realize it at the time i thought everybody was doing that with their friends no nah, i was kicking with doug and the at taco bell <laughs> <laughs> we we would loiter 
at the Shell station in front of Micah's house. <laughs> no, remember when we all used to hang out at Sonic? Yeah, I mean, we were overlap Friday nights after the games. Does that mean, yeah. Friday night lights. No, nah, the real hit was uh, Taco Bell and McDonald's. Because oh, yeah. you stay in between and you just kicking it. And they cl- they didn't close until, what, like 12, 1 o'clock? And the managers were like, yes, please come <laughs> get this food. <laughs> so we'd be balling. Yeah. I mean, so it would overlap. I mean, at the end, we all were black kids at a white-ass school. So we fucked like with all, each other. All y'all thought that I was just like a nerd, like the nerdy the nerdy girl with glasses. People used to make fun of my glasses all the time. Cause my my scription was real strong. It was, <laughs> but you were always cute. So that was the other thing. That ain't what y'all niggas said. I did. Don't let's not act like. <laughs> okay, all right. We not gonna do this. We not gonna do this. But look, bro. We not gonna do this. Um. So I mean, yeah, it would overlap eventually. But y'all, man, y'all were bougie, bro. In a boot, in a, a way that I wasn't bougie, hmm. or I was just. Y'all had, well, not y'all. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the uh, the black Illuminati of the class of 2007 <laughs> did not fuck with Dennis Woods Ooh. from middle school. And that is because of Thomas motherfucking Glenn. Blame Thomas. Hashtag blame Thomas. Yep. So after Thomas left, I was stuck in the middle of being the snitch or as Kiki used to say, the snitch bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> So I was uh, outcast, and then eventually I, I got on the team because I don't want to say I played football because Thomas Glenn has a big problem with <laughs> me saying I played football. I didn't play. I was on the team, as he said, and then that's when we started kicking. <laughs> I was um, – I don't even think I really aspired to even be close to anybody you always just seemed laid back and you were just down for the vibe. I w- and that's I w- what everybody around you was doing. I didn't fuck with our class a whole lot. Like, I wanted to hang out with some of the upperclassmen more than I wanted to hang out with us. I did hang out with the upperclassmen because they were they didn't know shit about me. They were just like, yo, this kid listens to rock music and he's black. That shit's wild. <laughs> <laughs> He messaged me on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you have to take that out. Make a note. Shooter, shoot. <laughs> Damn. What did he say? I don't even think he's on Facebook anymore. Damn, he's he like, deleted that? He's like, you should hit me up sometime. And I was like, okay. And then I went back to get his number. And then his profile was gone. Damn. Let me see. What did he say? Man, my DMs be... Bro, interesting. I bet because I only had one interesting DM and that shit was a doozy the last couple of days. <laughs> Dang, was it this far back? Oh, here you go. August. That's how you know you stress. Your days just run together like that. Oh my God. The other thread. day. He said, What's up, love? How you doing? I said, What's up? <laughs> he said. No, no, I was just speaking. I believe we went to school together, but it's been a minute. I may have read this to you before. Like what I see, that's all. <laughs> I said, you believe, LOL. Yes, we did. Like, that's another thing I hate, too. Like, I wasn't a popular girl. I wasn't the girl that everybody knew, but, like. Nigga, you knew me. If you recognize <laughs> me, don't act like you don't fucking recognize right. me. Right. 
So I was like, yeah, we did. He said, I just said, I believe because I wasn't sure if you remember me. How you been? <laughs> right. How you been? I said, hush. Literally everybody knew you, bro. I'm good. Though. Like, yeah, shut up. Nigga, everybody knew you. <laughs> I was like, how you been? He said, that don't mean you did. That's what's up, though. I've been good. No complaints. You still in Huntsville? I said, yeah, I left and came back. He said, yeah, me too. Just recently, really. What you been doing for fun these days? I said, anything that involves leaving Huntsville, I don't do much here. Work and chill. He said, true, sound about right. We should link one of these days when you free, if you with it. I said, yeah, that's cool. We can kick it. He said, okay, that's a bit. Just let me know. Waiting on you. <laughs> and then... Nothing. I, ain't, I didn't say nothing else, and neither did he. Bro. I didn't know you. Bro. Yeah, it don't look like he has a Facebook anymore. Because normally you can go to it and it'll say view profile. It doesn't it doesn't have a view profile option. But yeah. I'm just like, it's so interesting. You never know who's going to be in your DMs. It is interesting how, like, in high school or earlier, niggas shit on you or pay you dust. And then come back around and be like oh it's like no you knew you knew who i was and you knew what it was right so you just thought it was random that we had 200 mutual fan <laughs> friends together that literally and all of them went to the same <laughs> fucking school nigga you were a grade ahead of us you fucking knew who the fuck we were you knew who i was yeah i wasn't you know i was quiet but i wasn't and other Invisible. thing, uh, speaking of interesting DMs, um, we're gonna have an early, uh, great moment in fuck girl history. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, after a uh, chance's party, we just you know started. Uh, I put a picture up of like all of us standing in the kitchen, and uh, had chance there and. Uh, I put a halo over him. So I got a, a whole lot of people hit me up. And then this one person was like, damn, it don't, like, I feel so old looking at this picture. Cause I guess they were there that night. And then it was like, uh, so she was like, damn, we just we're RIP to a real one. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then the conversation changed where she started talking about me and her. And, then for some reason she was like uh we should have had t uh two kids by now and i was thinking we <laughs> <laughs> like really <laughs> and then so i was just like let me read you some of this bullshit because in a true suburban fashion they literally do always come back sometimes they come back and be trying to see what's popping. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> so, uh, I screenshot it. Yeah, I started to put it on Twitter. I was like, nah, fuck that shit. Gotta hit it with that pastor remark. My, 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 my. <laughs> That's how you know the pastor ain't feeling it. Like, my, my, my. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, Oh, she said, damn, we should have had two kids by now. Crying face, crying face, long crying face. We. We. <laughs> we. I said, I was trying, but you were bullshitting. 
straight like that. And then she was like, hoeing is the correct term. I was like, laugh my fucking ass off. I appreciate the honesty. Could have been married and everything. And she said, uh, face and hand emoji three times. I hate my choices that I've made. It is what it is. Why didn't you want to be with me, though? I'm dumb. That's what she said. Don't be too hard on yourself. It keeps going. I'm trying to get something. Oh, I said, I just always thought we'd end up together. She said, same. I said, did you really? Yeah, because you always kept trying and you were there for me. I just don't understand why I wasn't good enough then. It was it what? wasn't you. She said she thought that y'all would end up together because you kept trying and because you were there for her. You can't end up together if the actions are not mutual. Like you gotta be here for me too, sis, and and keep trying for me too. Like that's that's that shit. That's You're that that's that that lad. This what well, is my this my last option. Like this is the one who's always done this for me. So I guess this is the right. one I should. That's I don't like that. I don't like that. And then it was, it wasn't you who wasn't good enough. Why did you uh, feel like you weren't then? I loved you since I met you. Be honest, transparent. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Ain't no problem. That's the question. (laughs) That's the question I've been trying to find an answer to. Bro. What the fuck? (laughs) You got to let that bitch go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It wasn't no more. That, that it is, ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. <laughs> that shit been cut off. But yeah. yeah. Bro, she always do that shit. Yeah. Every couple months. Every now and then she wanna slide back. That's, See, the, that's a snake. That's a snake, my nigga. That's a snake. They always wanna slide <laughs> when they ain't got no nobody else. When they right. feel they having a moment of loneliness. Right. They know who they can always go to that's gonna comfort them and be there for them and be the ones that's trying like nah son <laughs> you can't Mm-mm. Fuck that shit. i'm learning this too but we gotta start making ourselves unavailable to these niggas oh yeah and i know like it, that's hard for me like setting boundaries with people setting boundaries is just very hard in general i'm not gonna say just for me it's hard for me because i i do have like a really big heart for people and i'm very empathetic sympathetic as well but these draining ass motherfucking these leeches nigga like energy vampires i can't i can't do it no more (laughs) like fuck you fuck you you didn't want it when i had it for you bro i'm not finna just keep pulling it out of myself to give to you every time you need it for you to take it and run away with it and come back when you want to i'm not doing that no more Bro, I've been doing this shit since I was 17 fucking years old. Me too. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm 31. <laughs> and you know what? It's time I grew up. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Fuck being true to myself. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. I ain't giving you nothing else. I'll put you in my prayers every now and then, but fuck you. Nah, I ain't praying for shit. <laughs> Nigga, I barely pray. I ain't gonna waste my <laughs> prayers on your ass. No, I do. I do. I do pray for the people that. Nah, fuck this. <laughs> I hope all the bad things in life happen to them. Only them. I, you know what? I used to be like that, but it that actually makes me way more at peace with letting people go. Um, just like praying for their well being and praying that they grow the fuck up, <laughs> praying that they don't continue to hurt 
people that come into their lives subsequently after me the way that they did me like that for it's it's something about doing that that makes me feel better about like just releasing them in all seriousness i I get what you're saying i understand i um i just have to be at peace at like it's just like man they they who they are yeah but my whole thing is and i tweeted this let's not talk about what we could have been <laughs> especially if you are the reason who, me and you weren't we and i retweeted that shit <laughs> exactly because i knew exactly what the fuck you was talking about i look like that's another thing too about us like i love seeing tweets and i know it, like what you be talking about <laughs> yeah. and nobody else really knows i'll be like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel you, nigga. <laughs> I'm already knowing. I'm already knowing. But that shit be getting on my fucking nerves, man. Yeah. And it's like three girls that do that shit. Yeah. The same, like. Oh, you got a rotation. No. <laughs> it's a sad rotation. A nigga got a starting five. It's a, a stable <laughs> of uh, of broken bitches. <laughs> <laughs> An evil trinity, not a holy trinity. Nah, an evil trinity. These bitches work for the devil. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, it's like three of them. No matter what, might wake up one day and just get a whole paragraph. Mm. I was, I was just thinking about. Man. Ooh, dumb paragraph. Let me. I got the. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. Man, we finna go there today. <laughs> it's one of them days. I'm sick of these niggas. I have gotten so many, like, so many of those, like, hindsight paragraphs where niggas always want to, like, beg and plead and, like, suddenly want to talk about how amazing you were and how fucked up they were and how they just want another chance. And it's like, with me, honestly, I probably gave you a thousand chances already. Exactly. So that last time that I cut you off where you really feel it, that's it bro it ain't no more that one that keeps coming back all the time when i cussed her ass all the way out that shit was funny as fuck and then like she didn't talk to me for like a year like she blocked me and then man fuck these bitches (laughs) like i've had so many niggas like you you honestly and truly have my heart like you always have like I don't know what I was going through or what I was thinking, but I don't know where I fucked up or what I did to fuck up and, <laughs> and this they and the know third. Where they fucked up. And I'm like, no, with me, you gonna know because I'm gonna spell it out. Like I'm gonna let you know. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm an emotional ass bitch. Y'all know this by now. <laughs> I am fully into my emotions. Emotions are in me. Like <laughs> I am gonna. And when I'm feeling something, I'm gonna tell your ass. Like, you're gonna know. Like, oh, we got time today. You are gonna know. Whether we, you know, we're able to still communicate after that or not, that's another thing. But don't act like you didn't fucking know where the fuck you fucked up. Because I let you know. So don't come with that dumb shit like, I don't know where I fucked up and what can I do to make it better. And you still, I still think about you and I still pray for you and I still, you know, feel that, like, I don't, it's too late. It's too late. I gave you these chances and you threw them all away every single time. And you ain't getting no more at this point. Like now, especially, especially if you have been absent for weeks and months, like it's definitely dead at that point. Right. Like, like, 
bro what happened why weren't you trying and during these weeks and months that you decided to disappear if you wanted me so bad your well your your well ran dry your yep. well ran dry that's what that's what was happening you was entertaining somebody else thinking that they was gonna fill your void or take over whatever emotions you had for me and they didn't and now you want to come running back and i just ain't with that shit bro i've been ghosted so many times by this bitch like right one time she straight up just moved in with a fucking dude and his mom when she was like 19 20 was gone for like a year came back guess who the first person she hit up me bro been through it and I'm done. I don't understand. I have never done anybody like that. I have never done. If I have, have, have ever fallen out with somebody for whatever reason, I I accept that for what it is. And I move on. Like, I don't never revert back or try to start like, hey, whenever I'm in a bind or whenever I need something, need to come up or need somebody's coattails to ride on. Like, I don't. They need somebody's energy to suck out of them. I have never been that person, which is why I can't understand these broken ass niggas and bitches. <laughs> like, I can't understand. Niggas and bitches. Um, But, yeah, like, I feel so free. <laughs> I feel so free. Like the seasons are changing, the weather is changing. It's getting pretty outside. It's getting pretty outside. The sun is shining. I'm about to be out here in sundresses <laughs> with my shoulders back and titties hot out. Girl, hot girl spring. Legs out too. I'm about to be out here. Everything finna be out. Like I'm ready. I saw a post the other day on Facebook that was like, I can't wait. <laughs> for summer i'm gonna be so pretty and happy like that is me like i'm just gonna be out in these streets pretty and happy not giving a damn about you niggas or you hoes because it's been some of my friends that have been getting on my nerves too we need to find the common denominator of all fuck boys is it just like not having guidance i don't think that's it because there's tons of people out here without guidance that find a way i think it's having that much charm probably good looks and not having what is charm to me charm is manipulating when i hear niggas say i'm charming to oh, me, you're a manipulative to me it, it just sounds like i know what to say to get you to fall into my trap i mean that usually is what it means but i don't think it has to be i don't think charming has to be manipulative because i'm every- charming i'm a charming ass bitch are you a controlling ass bitch also? <laughs> I would charm the fuck out of you. But genuinely. But I don't think I don't think every person who's charming is a manipulator, but every manipulator is charming. Boom, that's it. That's that is it. Fire, Put that bro. on a t shirt. <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. <laughs> I'm fucking dope, bro. This shit flows. Every manipulator is charming. Yeah, because you got to have charm to be able to persuade niggas to do what you want them to do. I think a lot of girls have that too. That goes back into some narcissism shit, though. Yeah, girls definitely have that, especially girls who are beautiful and know that they're beautiful and use their beauty and their body to. Mm-hmm 
get what they want. You got to use what you got to get what oh, you come want. On. These bottle girls, right? Charm your pants off, right? This bitch don't like me, but I'm gonna give her my money because <laughs> <laughs> it feel like she might. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! God, I see what you're doing for other people. <laughs> But uh, I think that's it. Like, cause I don't, I don't think I'm charming. I can be charming, but usually when I'm doing that, I'm just fucking with you, man. Am I a fuck boy? No, just, like I can be. Uh, I can flirt. I just don't flirt unless either I'm bored <laughs> or I actually like you. Usually, I don't. I don't. That's not my go-to bag. I'm a flirt in a social group setting. I'm not gonna flirt if I don't actually like you. I'm not gonna flirt with you on a one-on-one because I don't want things. Yeah, I don't want things to get weird. <laughs> but if we're like in a group setting and like drinks are flowing, sure, hell yeah, like I'll flirt with it. Just, sure, absolutely, sure. Because th- at that point, it looks a little bit more friendly than I'm. Uh, it's gonna sound bad. I I know I'm funny. So that's like I don't have to go into the let me charm the Put pants some off. extra thick shit on right and like yeah it's like nah I'm gonna roast the fuck out of this nigga across the fucking <laughs> circle and she gonna know I'm funny as fuck fuck it <laughs> I'm funny too I'm a funny ass bitch we some funny ass niggas we are it's just like when we were at Wendy's party and we were at the table and we were you had everybody going there like we gonna listen to y'all podcast cause this shit is funny as fuck like, yeah nigga we dope as fuck I think people underestimate like me being funny a lot like they don't ever expect it yeah like but, but that's also because they niggas is misogynistic and really think that like pretty women can't be funny it's like oh no he's just laughing because shit. he likes you or he's just laughing because uh, blah 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 I'm like nah. She's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part is like like on this, we don't get like our facial expressions, which yeah. make it even funnier. <laughs> Cause like that shit is hilarious. I always have an insecurity about that though, too. Like I kinda like I like being able to be funny on a podcast versus like in person. Cause in person I'm always wondering, like, okay, are you laughing because you think I'm funny? Or are you laughing because you think I'm cute and you want me to think that you think that I'm funny? Like, which one is it? <laughs> like, I always have an insecurity about that. Like, do you really think I'm funny? I guess because I'm not, I don't know. I'm sexy as fuck. I've been, <laughs> hey, bro, I've been learning. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm good looking, bro. <laughs> Nigga, get a haircut. <laughs> don't know how to act, bro. Like, <laughs> It's like, <laughs> I'm going to cut this part out. Be like, yeah, my childhood crush liked my picture today, bro. What <laughs> did you do today? <laughs> hey, you got some likes. You got some. You got a lot of likes on Twitter. If you get a lot of likes on Twitter. I know. That, wait till I drop this Instagram shit. shit, bro. Bro, I saw them likes on Twitter. I said, a nigga got six likes. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Ouch here. A nigga got six <laughs> likes on Twitter. In these streets, it's the yellowed background, bro. Okay, that okay. shit be my skin looks the flawless Wakanda <laughs> with the yellow background. Just all, all the ingredients. I know, like man, I should have came to MK a long time ago. <laughs> all the ingredients just added up to make the perfect situation happen. But I have been trying to make my like, like not hype myself up. Be like, nah, bro, you you're good looking. It's just I'm not. Don't I don't want to be an asshole about it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I have good traits. 
why wouldn't somebody like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, I've just never been one of those people. So it makes me, it makes me uncomfortable to hear other people just like openly say like, "Oh, I know I'm pretty," or "I know I'm gorgeous," or "I know I'm the right. shit." Or I, like, so I don't ever want to be that person. But like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm self centered. Um, I hope I'm not self centered. I don't think I'm self centered. I could never. I just. It just doesn't feel right for me to look at somebody and be like, "Bitch, I know I'm fine." Like, I don't know. I just. It just. I don't know. Um, because I don't. Also, because I've always been known as like the funny type person or the music nerd and stuff. I don't. I'm. My personality has never been based on my looks. Yeah. Not because I don't think I'm attractive. Because. If y'all really understood how fucking attractive I really think I am, uh, <laughs> y'all would understand that this shit flows effortlessly through me. But nah, uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I I think hmm, I don't think a lot of my charm comes from having a lot of guy friends though too. Like, cause I'm a goofy ass bitch. Like I I can kiki and cut up with niggas all day. Like that's literally one of my favorite. Like. Even when I was in Auburn and like I was always hanging out with the dudes from work, like all the girls would be asking, like, "Oh, let's go have a girls' night. Like, what are you doing tonight?" And I'm like, "I'm probably gonna go hang out with the boys, like, cause it's just so much more relaxed and like I know y'all niggas gonna be cutting up, doing some stupid shit <laughs> where I ain't gotta compete for nobody's attention, which I don't do that anyway, or I ain't gotta worry about whether or not you know I'm cuter than so and so or don't nobody gotta be around me feeling like I'm their competition or like cause I have had friends literally say like oh you know I was gonna invite this guy uh, but I knew if he saw you before me like you know it would just be I wouldn't have a chance and I'm just like like damn I'm not here to make you feel that way and I don't like the pressure of that like I don't Cause That's, now I feel like I need to. It's a it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, you're pretty, but I mean, I don't need uh, I don't need you feeling yourself too much. Yeah. Because it's gonna hurt me, my confidence. It makes me feel bad because I'm like, well, shit. Like I don't, I didn't realize that you felt this way about yourself, and on top of that, that I was adding to that. So now I'm like, how? What can I do? It gives you a to mind make fuck. you feel more comfortable with yourself but really there's nothing that i could do like self-esteem comes from <laughs> cat williams said it <laughs> <laughs> the esteem of your motherfucking self ain't got shit to do with me like i can't but that's how like i have been that person and in, in, in that situation so many times that i'm just like i, I don't know this that's actually, why i just like being around dudes i mean also man it's gonna sound romances are deep too bro especially like our friend group bro we that shit is deep (laughs) that shit is thick we'll call each other out too (laughs) like when girls like be saying on twitter be like yeah you're you're friends with guys because yeah they won't call you out like shit not my fucking friends (laughs) they'll straight up call you no you tripping bro exactly (laughs) and then it's gonna roast my ass and make me feel even worse be like man maybe i am being a bitch (laughs) i i don't know if girlfriend groups are y'all be letting little shit ruin y'all fucking friend groups not y'all meaning you because i think 
when I started watching uh, Love is Blonde, when she when that Jessica chick was talking about oh, that man. Mark guy, and she was like, he's a a, a girl's guy. You're um, kind of a a see, guy's I girl. I didn't, I didn't get that far. I didn't get that far. Yeah. But like it made me start thinking. It was like, yeah, there are people who I usually connect. I connect with guys too, but I've always been the guy who can connect with girls too. Mm. Like most of my best friends in life have been girls. Because you have a certain level of emotional intelligence and you have to have that if you're going to be around multiple women at once. Yeah. In a way you ain't going to be able to have no emotional (laughs) intelligence. And then you have a sister. Right. True. That's very true. I never really thought about that. Um, I have an older sister who influenced most of the early me. I have a strong mom. And a aunt. Like, I'm surrounded by strong women, too. So I'm not intimidated by being around women. Also, like, I don't know. But I've always, I can mix with both. It's always been, I'm I'm just comfortable myself. And I guess people just understand that. But when I was thinking about, like, most of my best friends have been girls. My life. That's a good thing. That's definitely going to help you in the dating world. It hadn't so far, but, you know, we still hope. <laughs> Sorry. Just because these bitches ain't ready. That's what that is. That's why I be telling myself. Thanks for adding to my mantra. I'm going to add that to the list of shit. Be like, yeah, these bitches ain't ready for these this These hoes ain't loyal. Just kidding. I don't like that. That's some fuckboy shit. But still, it is. But. Same sentiment. But. <laughs> <laughs> same sentiment. Listen, this wine is getting <laughs> But I like it though. I like it. I like it. Um, oh, this also leads me to something I did think about. Do you think pretty privilege exists? I've always thought it exists. People are always so quick to dismiss the idea that we give attractive people more uh, mm-hmm. rope. Mm-mm. And it's definitely a lot of shit that pretty people get that ugly ass people would not get or people that are deemed society wise as ugly that's why I like quote unquote nerds who um, maybe have worn glasses their whole life once their glasses are gone right me I was that person once their glasses are gone all of a sudden like people can see you right and it's just like oh like now (laughs) now you're with it you're with these shits now i'm a person to you but when i wore glasses you didn't think about me sexually or you didn't think about me in any other way other than what i had to offer other than reading a book intellectually (laughs) right but now you're interested in me as a whole person you trying to fucks with me literally and figuratively (laughs) (laughs) right so no pretty privilege pretty privilege is definitely a thing um in in every situation in the workplace in in uh instagram for sure bruh um, definitely politics um true all of that shit like pretty pretty privilege is real yeah that's why if you pay attention to even like in quote-unquote nerd culture the people that are the forefront of nerd culture are very attractive people in a these dungeons and dragons players <laughs> playing in somebody's basement right it's the uh cute girl who just happens to like that shit not saying that she's not authentic within it but she's very attractive usually yeah that's how you sell shit like i remember when i worked at mcdonald's 
the manager told me this. They were like, if they put you on the front or at the window, they think you're attractive. It's the it's that same like this nigga. <laughs> it go it goes back it goes back to the the house nigga field nigga shit though. Yep. It's that same shit like it's the same with me at work like I would rather be back in the house like I would rather be just making the food not having to deal with people all the fucking time you know give me something switch it up no we gotta put her out front Mm -mm, sell these sell these burgers bro they're not gonna do that they either want me to be serving or managing but management position where i have to go and still talk to the people like yeah it is definitely a thing Right, and it's not gonna stop being a thing because that's how our society's built. Sex sales, and that's why when ugly niggas get money, they like I could pull anything. <laughs> <laughs> it don't fucking matter. I'm the I'm the unicorn in this bitch. <laughs> that's true, man, bro. I think that's another reason too why like a lot of people be. <clears throat> hung up on or stuck in some of the shitty relationships that they be in. They'd be like, I'll never find somebody that looks looks good. It's because of attractiveness, level of attractiveness. Yeah, and you- I, I don't think I've ever felt that way about anybody. <laughs> like, I be super attracted to niggas, but I don't ever feel like I'm never gonna find anybody that looks this good. Or I've never felt like that. I have. <laughs> But see that and I put up with a lot of bullshit. But you have to also understand too, that's a that's another hindsight is twenty twenty thing. So you you feel like that when you're in the situation because you're still highly attracted to that person. But when you still have certain emotional feelings for somebody, their physical attractiveness to you is way higher than it is when you don't Very true. give a fuck about them. Bro. Like when you stop giving a fuck about a bitch, you will look at her and be like, like I was attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> you bum bitch. bitch. You are poo. <laughs> Ditly poo. At best. <laughs> like, bro, I'm way finer than you. The fuck? <laughs> I thought I didn't deserve you. Like, I got my shit together and I'm fucking handsome as fuck, nigga. What do you fucking know about music? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, so that... um. Oh, you become a bad bitch once you <laughs> fall out of feelings? Oof. Nigga, y'all niggas can't tell me shit. <laughs> like, like, I ain't thinking about you no more. Like, bet. Straight up. Let me get these numbers up. I'm trying to get my jersey retired. Straight up. Straight up. It's about to be hot juice summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um, pretty privilege sucks. It fucks us all up in a lot of different ways. Now, another thing I thought about is... There's an open market also for it's tons of people that got married right after high school and got divorced now. So the field is opening up. <laughs> it's tons of people back on these markets. And you might have a shot with tons of people that you didn't have a shot with before. Or you thought you didn't have a shot with and you were just too pussy to fucking take a shot. Shoot or shoot, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, I'm. I think I was built for this decade. 
I mean, I always been a shooting ass nigga, so Bro. Shoot or shoot. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Michael Scott. No, that's my, <laughs> that's my favorite thing on the office when he took that Wade Gretzky coat. He just said Michael Scott and then he added Wade Gretzky. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah. We're gonna see. I feel like I feel like spring and summer finna be ever in our favor oh, yeah. this year. Bro, um, it makes me realize also how depressing winter is. I used to enjoy it when I was younger, but I was like, now, no. now I'm trying to be happy. Literally, so I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. Every time winter approaches, we both go into like a weird ass depression that comes out of nowhere. Yep. And it hits us like a ton of bricks. It's cold and gray and rainy and it has been raining a lot more in Huntsville than it ever has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to literally rain all this week at some point every day. Yeah. So, um, Nah, fam. Winter, winter will do it to you. Yeah, but we coming up. We coming up out of that thing. I just need to figure out a way to not let winter do it to me. Me too. And I thought I had figured it out. I thought I do too, but nah, bro, I didn't. <laughs> Cold weather just makes you want to be around somebody. Like it just makes you want to be cozy with a nigga. Like, and you put up with a lot of crazy shit. Like it's it's the comfort thing. I mean, I guess it's an evolutionary thing to where winter, you got to get around a warm body. But all warm bodies are not warm bodies. Mm, all warm bodies are not warm souls. Ooh. Shit But yeah, I feel like spring is spring and summer. Uh yeah, it's time to meet somebody and quit bullshitting. We like, out here. We finna be out here. That's I'm it. claiming it. <laughs> That's it. We finna be out here. But yeah, uh bro speak uh out here what do you think about this whole Nicki Minaj this husband thing I honestly um I didn't I wasn't feeling it from jump after hearing about his uh pedophilia um not not to change wasn't it rape wasn't he accused of rape twice oh shit is it pedophilia and rape or was it just rape anytime you gotta say was it just rape you're like man damn <laughs> Ooh, that just explains to you the level of fucked up this nigga is Bro, why the fuck <clears throat> would she marry this dude? And the other thing is, if you go marry somebody, have y'all shit together. Yeah, you know, like most people go back to jail when they're on probation and parole because they don't have money. That is not an issue. Therefore, you gotta maybe because like we've both worked in around the criminal justice system, mm. so. 
we know the extent and how much you have to do for sex re- sex uh, offenders. You got to have your license up to date. You got to have it that you're a sex offender on it. You got to have check-ins. You got to give them your registration, mm-hmm. all this shit. Most people fall behind because they don't have the money to stay in a place that's away from a school or shit like that. Because that's another way that the system will get you caught up. Right. But my whole thing is, why would you invite that? You're a superstar. And man, fuck all this other shit. Like, you love who you love. Nah, fuck that. (laughs) You are a superstar. You could find you somebody else to love. It's tons of niggas you could find to love. And then plus, knowing all the shit with your brother... Because her brother did was the pedophile. Okay, that's what I'm... Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. So, why? And then people got mad at Wendy Williams for saying she never should have married him because it's going to mess up any marketing and stuff she could have had. Yeah. Is. Don't nobody want no sex offender. <laughs> right, because it's like, if you out here supporting this type of shit, Right. We can't stand behind you if you ever try to come out talking about women's rights and women's anything. No. And Mm-mm. You kind of ruined your career. <laughs> <laughs> Until you divorce that nigga. I don't know. We all looking at you sideways. I don't know if divorcing the nigga is going to save it. Divorce ain't going to save it because you married him to begin with. Right. still bruh why would I don't understand why you would do that I don't don't understand why regular people people like this I hate this shit when people have kids and they start dating a a sex offender that went in there for kid shit and they're like no it was a misunderstanding they like no fuck that shit you ain't gonna be nowhere near any fucking kid around my watch misunderstanding my ass right i don't give a fuck and i don't it i'm sure people do make up shit but fuck that i ain't hell no i don't know shit like that i can't just be like well you know (laughs) right like fuck you fuck you me For a little razzle dazzle, you gotta add the fuck you mean. <laughs> I heard that that works. Like a misunderstanding. Show us a tutorial, this says you know what the fuck you do. <laughs> that was an accident, but that actually might work. But yeah, I don't understand the shit. And then people do that shit all the time. Tons of women choose men over their children. I hate that. That shit hurts me. I hate that. I think I think that comes from I think that comes from one, like the pressure for women to find a man and keep a man and keep a man, but also, um, insecurity. Yeah. But I mean, for security reasons, you need to watch who you got around your baby, around your kids. Yeah. Especially because I'm from this, a family of, nah, them niggas can't watch you. Right. <laughs> you not staying at they house. But, yeah. I don't know, man. That shit's been weird to me. And I wrote it down on the paper. Nikki's rapist. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Not laughing at rape. I'm just 
call a spade a spade. Speaking of shit, I don't know about the baby shit. Like I saw your brother yeah. tweeting about it, and he was just like, "People still not gonna stop listening to the baby." And I was like, "No, nah, they're not gonna stop listening to the baby." Like it's summertime, like he got all the summertime vibes. I was thinking, you know, they were still talking about just like the random shit that he's done with like the valet dude and like <clears throat> you know knocking up the club girl right um but he was talking about some whole other shit that i didn't know about yeah and i saw you retweet that i was thinking damn kill that chopper fly <laughs> she was standing by her uh her baby <laughs> i might might need to delete that <laughs> control alt delete <laughs> Uh yeah, I didn't realize that he had actually got into some more shit involving like violence uh to a stranger. As soon as I saw that shit, I thought about our conversation where we didn't dis we didn't argue but we disagreed on some things concerning the baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that's kind of what I was talking about. I deleted it from the episode, but I we were pretty much talking about, because, you know, the baby has killed somebody, which was news to my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know until that day. And there's a lot of people, I'm sure, listening and didn't know that till this now. But I was saying that the way he handles things seems to be a pattern. Yeah, he needs therapy. Therapy is... Uh, I don't even know therapy can always help but i don't even know if therapy is what he needs right now he needs somebody to be like yo bro life coach yes he needs a life coach if you got the money get the best therapy possible and now you don't have to go find like uh the maharashi or nothing you can find you a good life coach but yeah um i don't know it seems to be a pattern he seems like he's a violent person. And I'm not judging him. Well, I mean, I guess I am judging him. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> but he seems to be a violent person. Or he handles things incorrectly as a person. Yeah, he's very reactive. And... That shit is... Um, Show us the oh, tutorial. Oh, shit. <laughs> he's very reactive and it makes sense considering a lot of his um, past circumstances and things that he has been through so far, which is why I say I think he needs therapy because it just seems like he hasn't really coped with um, success. Right. Like you've killed someone, of course, out of self-defense. Um you know what I'm saying? You've had people run up on you a couple times. You obviously naturally have this uh, anxiety. There is a PTSD that you are carrying with you because right. of the situations that you've been through. And you need somebody there to either ward these people off that are coming at you, you know, face to face in public or somebody who can keep you a little bit more grounded and pull some of that like stress and anxiety off of you when you're in public, because it just seems like 
his fight or flight is on 10 at all times like no matter what is going on and there's no reason that there should be like this much back and forth for you hitting somebody that you couldn't tell who it was because of some flash in your face like right you shouldn't have to drop you know what i'm saying thousands of dollars to retain a lawyer to handle this case for you because you were afraid that somebody was in your face that you can see or whatever the fuck is your excuse like you dealing with a lot and either you need to scale it back um appearance wise or get somebody who can help you like work through this shit while you're working right because you're not the first celebrity with it what looks like anxiety and some kind of trauma from it the other thing is you also have to know when to remove yourself from situation Mm -hmm. as somebody who has anger issues that is what i do best removing myself from the situation Mm -hmm. calming down and then i'll be okay yeah because you can't just fly off the handle and that's why i I guess that's why i was trying to say I i don't think i explained my point good enough that's why i didn't leave it in that episode because i don't think i was explaining it well enough it just looked like i was just being like oh he killed somebody (laughs) (laughs) he's a bad person (laughs) but no like i feel like because all of us especially as black men we have to learn how to navigate through society without acting out aggressively in all situations now some situations needs to be handled like uh like when he shot the dude and killed him for like trying to rob him or whatever i have i understand that but you can't move through celebrity life which is so evasive just hitting everybody that touch you yeah you're gonna be paying a lot of fucking money you're gonna be in a lot of courtrooms like you could be on this tupac shit but you also gotta remember that tupac was in a lot of courtrooms <laughs> had a lot of cases (laughs) and you're on the verge of being a superstar and i want you to be a superstar because i enjoy your music i mean it was the same thing uh with cardi b right just not um she wasn't she wasn't acting out as much physically but she was reacting to a lot of things and and having to explain herself a lot and it's just like you gotta get to a point where you understand that you don't have to react to every single thing that happens to you that you think may be wrong or you may have been wrong. Right. Sometimes it's legitimate. You have been disrespected, but the problem with that also is that for a lot of these people, that's how they survived in the streets. Any disrespect death before dishonor is code. So, once you start moving in these circles with them people, everybody catch who I'm talking about. <laughs> you can't be out here wild. It's like, it's got to be a balance. And we, as black people, we know how to, we have to navigate in this world. So, I'm just assuming that it's a hyper level of that. Like, it would be some shit at work. I don't want to pop the fuck off. Hmm. Like, man, y'all niggas got me fucked up. Hmm. <laughs> but I got to pay my rent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
This wine is something else, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. I'm about to switch the beer, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I mean, I think the baby got to figure this shit out. Because I am rooting for him. Because I do want... I want a southern rap superstar again. And I just, I, I really, I feel like he means well. Like, I know that he's not just out here trying to harm somebody just for the sake of fucking somebody up. Like, I know he's not. But he has to get a hold on his aggression right, right now. Like, he has to get a hold on Because he's only going to get bigger. He has to get a hold on It's It's a fear. Like, it's stemming from a fear. Speaking of which, I saw a tweet where they were talking about this, but they were talking about how a lot of times culturally in black homes, us being beat and stuff creates a trauma associated with that. So if anybody like flashes in your face, you will slap the fuck out of them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You just ran up on me. It's because we were beat as fucking kids. <laughs> talk shit you get bro you know how I feel. talk shit get hit <laughs> right <laughs> hard head make a soft ass <laughs> or all my, of that or my mama soft behind because right. you know she ain't about that cursing soft like. bottom <laughs> bro i was talking to my mama yesterday she wild as fuck i told her i was like if you started podcasting you'd be the greatest podcaster of all time she was just talking crazy shit she was like, I was talking about how she doesn't say, uh, she never says nigga. Mm. She has, like, I've never heard her say nigga or nigga. And then that's really surprising because her daddy, my granddaddy, said nigga all the fucking time. <laughs> and she was like, she told me this yesterday. She was like, I just didn't like it because daddy would always say it and it would just offend me. I was like, you sound like you white and you talking about, your daddy was talking about these niggers. <laughs> But he was talking about these niggas. These <laughs> niggas. <laughs> like, man, you wild. But yeah, it's like, it's ingrained in us, man. It's because we've been beat our whole fucking life. Of course, we're not going to fucking have this shit. <laughs> we going to react violently to some shit. Like, I say this shit, and then when people with kids be like, no, nah, you'll change your mind. Like, I really, I don't want to whip my kids. It's got to be better ways. Because that shit is, it instilled a fear in me of my parents that I felt like I couldn't come to them with things that they wouldn't agree with. Mm. And I never want, if I'm lucky enough to have kids, to have that fear. I want my kids to be able to come with me with anything, even the shit that would make me mad because I ain't going to punch them in the fucking face. It's true. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> It's just something about this lady might punch me in my face if I say something that just that, that can't be good. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like to get slapped. Well, I'm sure you know. <laughs> White people, do you know what it's like to just get slapped? <laughs> do I? <laughs> you know what it's like to get slapped while that person is driving and then no swerve. That's some deep seated shit. <laughs> That is passed down from generation to generation. And we got to break generational curses. Bro, I'm in my spiritual bag. (laughs) Generational curses. Curse. Curses. The wine is getting to her, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Generational curses. Curses. You must enunciate. (laughs) 
think generational curses is what's really holding a lot of us back, though. Yeah, totally. Because we don't we don't know how not to pass it down. Right. But I mean, we all think that how we're raised is how we're supposed to raise the others. We all think that. Yeah. And if anybody and said, even if we disagree with that, it's like, well, I got to do this. It's just inherent because that's all you know. That's all you've seen. That's the only example you've had. So that is just naturally what you're going to do because you know how to do that because you've seen it done. You right. haven't seen it done otherwise, so you're not going to change that. And the other thing is we all think that it made us a better person. Yeah. Not thinking that any of the other things that happened. It's only this ass whooping that made me a good person. Or or not even just a better person, but just a decent person. Right. Like, I never forget when my mom, my mom used to always say, which every black mom has always said, I'm sure. Um, I beat y'all to keep y'all out of jail. I remember when I finally got the ball. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, people in jail got beat also. <laughs> I've come in contact with a lot of them. They also had gotten beat. That didn't stop shit from happening. So it's got to be a different method. Because apparently it didn't keep them out of jail. Right. So what's the way to do this? I'm not saying don't dis... The other thing is people think if you say you don't want to beat your kids, you're like, oh, so you just going to let them run free. Like, no, niggas. Tons of other ways to discipline somebody. Right now, I'm almost positive. If you took a 10-year-old's uh, iPad or phone or whatever or video game system from them, that's way worse than getting their ass beat. I know it was bad for me. In this day and age? Yes, yeah. you like, man, fuck these niggas. Like, what am I supposed to do? Read a book. Why would I read a book? <laughs> I did. My nephew, Noah, can't play video games during the week, which ruins his fucking life, of course, because it's the worst thing that could ever happen to, like, an 11-year-old. So he's one day he was like social suicide. <laughs> he's like, what am I supposed to like? He got in trouble. So he had to sit in his room. He's like, what am I supposed to do? And I was just like, read a book. He's like, I don't want to read a book. <laughs> like, bro, that's what I used to have to do when I just sat in my room. And that's just foreign to him. He don't understand that shit. Cause he's 11. His whole world is wrapped up in video games and sports and shit. Just he's, take that shit away from him. He's 11 in the year 2020. Right. You think you got to beat him? Nah, him, he do some danger, so you might have to beat Noah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a Noah, you might have to beat a Noah. Uh, Noah be talking about he want to have summer parties with girls. Woo. 11. Hang down. <laughs> y'all, be, y'all, y'all better watch out. Oh, they got cameras. <laughs> y'all better watch out. Bro. That nigga's going to be crazy out here. My my sister, I already know. She got it easy with uh, Deshaun. He cool with all that shit. This middle child is going to be the test of her. Ooh, child. <laughs> Speaking of uh, body modifications... Summer Walker nose job. Horrible. It makes me sad. It makes me sad as well. 
it's Michael Jackson all over again. It's just so blatant. Like, I guess we should start here. Have you ever had a conflict about your nose? No. I always felt like my nose was smaller than what it should have been, especially when I was younger because it wasn't as spread as it is now, which I love my nose. Um, I had a conflict about my lips before years before when I uh, didn't smoke and my lips were very pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, these two girls I had a crush on. Uh, this one when I was like seven or eight. They're like, "Why are your lips so pink? Why are your lips so pink?" Um, I have had a personal issue with my lips being so pink, which is why. I typically use a brown lip liner with them. I don't know if you can tell. I got a brown lip liner going on. Mm-hmm. My lips are naturally super, 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 super pink. Um, I've never had an issue with my nose. Like I used to kind of notice that my nose was a black nose. But then also like it just didn't bother me because. It's my nose. <laughs> It's my nose, and I feel like I took after my dad a little bit more than my mom in some ways, the nose area especially, and people have always told me, like, oh, you have a white people nose. That's what people used to tell me, and I look down, and I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and I've always been like. What the fuck are you talking about? I've always looked at my nose and looked at white people's noses. And, and it don't like, look. No, nah, I ain't got one. <laughs> a white people nose where, bitch? Like, what? Um, so, yeah. Um, I never really. I never really had any real feelings toward my nose. What other future? If I had any feelings toward anything, it would be towards my hair when I was younger. Like, I just always wanted my hair to be straighter. I wanted to wear my hair down like black moms weren't really letting their daughters wear their hair nah. down. Like <laughs> the only time I got to wear my hair down is if I had it like Shirley templed and it was like for Easter or some shit or mm-hmm. graduation. But as far as just like wearing my hair like straight and down, that wouldn't, that wasn't a thing. I, um, Maybe it was just that I was always a hotel that I <laughs> I never had like a deep conflict with my not my color or my ethnic features. Like I heard every dark skin joke in the world. That never bothered me because for one, I wasn't the darkest nigga out here. Y'all act like I'm the darkest nigga. But it's like, I be looking at myself, I'm like, but now, like, being dark-skinned is cool. Yeah. It's like, man, I wish a younger me would. Same, like, <laughs> now being brown-skinned is cool. Right. It's like I'm just like, I've been brown-skinned my whole life. <laughs> I'm honestly, like, super pale right now. I'm like, <laughs> almost yellow out here, but. And then, also, I finally learned my, uh curl culture or not cold whatever it is curl pattern and my waves are popping and so now i'm like super like yeah (laughs) like i am 
Like <laughs> if the twelve uh, year old Dennis, this is before I was juice. Yeah, <laughs> if a twelve year old Dennis knew how fucking handsome mm. a grown juice would be, mm. like yeah. Yeah, I'm fat, but I'm also handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I never, I don't really understand why people uh, think that they aren't attractive because they're fat or big or whatever. Bro, it's because people hate fat people. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't because people be out here fucking fat people. Yeah, they'll fuck us, but they don't want to, they embarrassed to bring us around people. Like it's got man, it's been tons of girls that that's the only thing stopping. It's like I don't everything on their checklist, you know, like, like that one thing, because they're afraid of what somebody else is gonna say. But hey, somebody gonna love my fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I've gotten to the point now where I can embrace it. Like I'm not ashamed. It's just it's even a power in calling yourself fat. And not having a negative connotation of it. It's just like, that's an attribute about me. It's not like, it's, I'm going to get sensitive about this shit. I'm black, yeah. too. Yeah. Somebody call me a black bastard. <laughs> Fuck. I am a black bastard. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it did take some coming around to you. But the 31-year-old me is way more comfortable in my skin than... Any other me, I still be going through bullshit, but I'm also able to know that how people treated me at younger ages, they were dealing with their own shit, mm-hmm. and I can't take it personal. Mm-hmm. I had to let go of that childhood trauma. Still, at the ages that we are now, people are dealing with their own shit. Yeah, but now I can just accept it. I can identify it. Be like, you just ain't happy with yourself. Like I, not that I can understand that, but I can see that for what it is, and be like, I'm not the issue. Mm-hmm. You realize not to take those things personally. Now, sixteen year old me, no. Twenty nine year old me, <laughs> no. But yeah, that's not that's not part of me now. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure I got flare ups every now and then. We all do, but for the most part, it's good. I'm able to look in, my, in the mirror now and be like, "It's a handsome motherfucker." <laughs> 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 it's like, like every now and then, I'll just look like, "Man, man this nigga get bitches." <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do that to yourself, especially if you have like lower self esteem. Especially when you have a rational lower self-esteem. Yeah. I need to go. I'm drunk. Uh-huh. I need to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm oh, not even it's crazy. Lying. It's crazy. <laughs> it's been a great night. I feel great. I feel good. I love this. Uh <laughs> I love our dynamic that we've had, but I I am definitely at my level. <laughs> Light a candle. I'm going to slide in the bed. <laughs> I'm going to wake up on time. Like, I can't fucking wait. can't wait.
You a fucking witch. No, I'm, I'm not a witch. Oh, you a fucking witch. Hey. What's going on? Hold on. Look at her. Guess what she is. She a witch? A witch. You wicked bitch. Witch. Oh, my God. Witch ass. No, <laughs> don't believe him. I heard somebody was a witch. Burner. Hey. What's going hey. on? Hey. Burner. Hey. Burner. Crazy. Which one of you bitches is, is a witch? witch. <laughs> bitch. Witch. A witch. My auntie, auntie was, was a witch. witch. <laughs> but, yeah. Can't wait. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>